This is season four of Sadie's Divorced and Happy podcast, where I talk about life after divorce with a playful perspective. Are you ready to turn the D in divorce into daring discoveries, decadent delights, and delectable desires? Then don't delay. Join me for today's episode. It's time to indulge in your delicious new life after divorce. Welcome to another new episode of Sadie's Divorced and Happy. Today's episode, friend, we are going to get a little out of the box. We're going to be extra spicy. And I have a feeling that if anything, it's going to pique your curiosity around how you can kink up your cuffing season. Last week, we talked about relationships on the podcast with Jennifer Hurwitz. And what the fuck are they all about, right? And like Jennifer discussed, there are many ways to connect with people, not just traditional dating. And today, my guest is going to share more about how you can do that after divorce. So I'm going to ask you to be a little extra curious and playful when you listen to this episode. I don't know where you're at per se when it comes to dating and connecting and intimacy, but maybe you're kind of like me and you're not really seeking at this time a traditional boyfriend or girlfriend after divorce, and yet you want to have new and unique experiences. Maybe you're even desiring a daddy. I know, that's just fun to say. Today's guest, professional Dom, Daddy Hef, he is going to give you a, a scrumptious little taste of the daddy experience. And I have a feeling that you'll find this conversation to be enlightening. You're going to learn some things. It's going to be a little enticing. It's going to be maybe a little teasing and I hope inspiring on how you can customize your cuffing season and your relationships and your connections after divorce. All right. Are you ready to hear more? I know. So am I. So let's begin this tantalizing episode with two spicy facts. Two spicy facts. Okay, it's cold today here in Minnesota, but we are going to heat things up with your two spicy facts, Daddy Hef. I'm so happy to hear have you here with me. How are you? I'm amazing. How are you, Sadie? I'm good. I've been waiting to have this chat with you ever since we spent time together in the Red Room. But before we begin all of the playful fun, can you share your two spicy facts? Um, well, the first spicy fact is that I am the only man to come on, come into the red room. Um, and my second spicy fact is I have a fishnet lace and sexy panty fetish. So do I. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the red room listener uh, is a very sacred space that I created a couple of years ago for women interested in experimenting with their sexuality, having curiosity around their sexuality. And so we've had sex experts come into the room to talk about a variety of playful topics. And Daddy Hef came to talk about Dom sub relationships. And I will just say, if you don't recall, all of the women, do you remember all the ladies were just, it's like kind of like a movie star entered the room and you, you had a very lovely robe on, I remember very succinctly. And we were all on the edge of our seats, just waiting for you to enter a bated breath. We were... 
We were so giddy to have you in the red room. So thank you for being the first male sexpert. That was quite the fun chat too. We talked a lot about some of the topics we're going to touch on today, but we talked a lot about doms and relationships. It's cuffing season. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, are your winters cold? Because in Minnesota, the winters are cold and long. Oh, well, they're not as cold as Minnesota, but it's cold. Where is home for you? Remind me. North Carolina. So the thing is, anything below... uh, 50 degrees is cold, right? Oh, wow. (laughs) You would not be fond of our winters. Well, because it's so cold here, I decided that I personally need to make my cuffing season extra spicy this year. And I want to help the listener out as well. And I know that you're going to give us some good information today to make it a little extra special. So thank you for being the perfect guest for that. Daddy Hef. I want you to share what is the benefit of having a daddy during cuffing season versus just, you know, a regular, could we say, maintenance man. Nothing against a regular maintenance man. They serve a good mm-hmm. purpose. In fact, I think I might have yes. one of those as well this cuffing yes. season. But what is the difference between a daddy and, you know, just your regular sexy maintenance man? Well, you know, a maintenance man is good. You know, they they help you, uh, you know, fulfill those needs and things that you need, um, that, that you haven't desired. But however, when you have a daddy in your life, that's somebody, um, who can, who you can willingly trust and submit to, um, to guide you. And, um, you know, you, you can do things for that, that you, that you willingly want to do and you give consent to do. A maintenance man is great, but you may not necessarily want to fully submit to your, you might not trust them enough for them to earn your submission. Like, you know, you can be a maintenance, you know, you can be with someone who's a maintenance man and you're not just necessarily really submitting to fully to them, right? To a daddy, you're fully submitting and surrendering all to them in order to let go of some things and guide you and lead you certain places. The maintenance man is just going to give you, you know, that tune up that you need at the time. <laughs> He's got some good tools, but he doesn't have the daddy touch. Let's dive into that a little bit with what the daddy experience is all about. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. you obviously do this. This is something you do professionally. I've had experiences with dom sub relationships personally, never with a professional like yourself. Say Mm -hmm. for someone who's never entered that world, what does it mean to submit and you know, I think sometimes we get caught up in pop culture and what mm-hmm. pop culture defines as dom sub relationships, specifically movies like Fifty Shades of Grey, which I'm not a fan of that movie or the book because I think it's not accurate. You can chime in on that. But I would like you to kind of share more of the layers about what makes this relationship special and unique. That doesn't necessarily mean what we assume it means. I think sometimes when people think about daddies and doms that someone's just going to do certain things to you that maybe you don't want to have done to you. And that's, that's just Mm -hmm. not the case. No. Well, I mean, first of all, anything that you, that, that you have done to you is something that you have already negotiated and give consent for. Right. So there's nothing that that will be done to you that hasn't been um, consensually given. Okay. Um, and negotiated ahead of time. Um, like I said, you have to have these negotiations each and every time, because what you want to experience 
today may not be what you want to experience tomorrow or a week from now, right? So these are things you have to constantly have open line of communication with in order to do that. In the BDSM realm, there's a lot of, like I said, it's a lot of the foundation of everything is trust, right? You have to have full trust. Like if you don't trust, just you could, if you just trust a little bit, then it's not going to be effective to get to where you really desire to go. You know, there's a lot of communication, like I said, it's a lot of negotiation. It's big talks about consent and boundaries. All those things are respected. It's all those, it's it's a very, very good thing. You have different protocols. And the thing is, it's easily things you can say yes to and you can say no to, and it'd be fully okay. You don't have to worry about it. Um, you know, it's something that you can that you can have and be a part of that will allow you to be free. Because a lot of times, um, a lot of women are really into their masculine with, you know, whether it's at work, whether it's with children, whether it's just stuff and, and always being in charge all the time, being the head of household and things like that. And realistically, when you have someone that's a daddy dom in your life or even a, even a regular dominant, um, you have someone that you can just be like, you know what, just hit here, you know, just, just, just take the keys and just let me sit in the passenger seat and and I I don't want to drive no more. I'm tired of driving, right? And and like I said, it's it's all about trust. You have to build those trusting um trusting alliances and relationships. Because the thing is, is that if you are in a situation with someone who you don't fully trust, and things like that, if they, you figure that they can't keep you safe though they can't keep you protected, then they then you're not going to fully submit to them. So a couple of thoughts. I think we should role play something here. I'm, I'm down. Okay. Okay. So it's cuffing season and I, I have my own business and I am so tired and exhausted and I just want my daddy to come over and do a little pampering for me. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. What could, what could some pampering look like that I could request that we could negotiate? <laughs> we could have a negotiation um, on, you know, maybe, yeah. I, maybe I want to be cuddled. Do daddies do that? Okay. Yes, they do. They do. Really? Mm -hmm. Daddy show up for cuddles, yes. cuddle parties? Yep. Okay, so um, what if I wanted the cuddling to be like the entry point, and then I wanted maybe just a little gentle, you know, slapping on my backside, just a little bit? That, that can happen, too. <laughs> <laughs> See how it's so customized, listener? Okay, we're leaning in. Okay, so let's just role play how that consent would work. How would that work? All right. So, so you're saying that you want, you want to experience cuddling and a little, how a little, a little spanking, just correct? a little bit. Yeah. Cause I've been a little just, naughty. Just a little. I've just, just a little bit this week. I've been a little naughty and I need to be quote punished just a little titch. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so here's the thing. Yeah. Normally in, in a situation you, you normally cannot, you don't have my consent to touch me at all. So you cannot touch me. Right. That's the thing. Only I could touch you. All right. So you, first of all, you do have my consent to touch me doing cuddling. Okay. Right. With your body. All right. All right. Not with your hand. Okay. Then do I have your consent to spank you since you've been, since you've been a naughty girl? Gentle spankings. Yes. All right. Good. Thank you. So that's how it works. It's just like that. Yes. Yes. You got to okay, ask. Right. Okay, so because the thing is, yeah, you right. can't, you can't assume you just have to ask. 
So just for the listener who's never really practiced this before, the dynamic is the sub needs to have permission to touch the dom, yes? But the dom then needs consent to do things to the sub. Is that the, the relationship? Yes, it is. For me, it is. I, I don't know why any other doms, but for me, it is. Like, you, 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 you don't, you're not allowed to touch me. Why do you want to touch me? You can't touch me unless I tell you you can touch me, right? But then you have to ask because I have to know that you are worthy of touching me. Okay. I'm going to take away for a moment the things that you really want to do. If you really want to touch me, I'm going to say you can't touch me. So that's going to be like, but why? Why can't I touch you? Because I can't, because I said so, right? And that's that's that, that's going to add to the, the excitement and everything because now the reward is, the reward that the submissive is going to get is the reward of touching the daddy, right? Or the dominant. That's going to be one of the rewards. And it's going to be so fulfilling for them to finally be able to touch. Right. You certainly won't take it for granted. Mm -mm. No. Nope. You had mentioned earlier, and I resonate with this, and a lot of friends I know resonate with this, that women are so much more, we are so much more in our masculine. Mm -hmm. and, and it is hard to, for me, I will say, like being submissive feels foreign to me. It's not natural because I have to be in a certain space to, to get things done, to be taken seriously. And I'm curious with your clients when they are in that submissive place, mm -hmm. what are some of the benefits that they express to you after you have a session with them for, for practicing um, more of that role of submitting or relaxing or allowing? I think the word submit mm -hmm. kind of sets women off. More like uh, you're relaxing into a different role. You're not in charge. You're you're allowing yourself to receive. Mm -hmm. Well, th th they are generally very happy and uh, overjoyed to be, to be with someone who they can fully let go to. You see what I'm saying? And know that, that during that time that they were able to just just be, just be, not think, like not do, not have, not have, not have to make any kind of decisions. They're always used to making decisions. During this time, they don't have to make any decisions. I'm making all the decisions, right now. They are, they are, they are definitely, they're, they're definitely a priority, and they know their priority, and they know that when they say their safe word, whether it's green, yellow, or red, or whatever the safe word is that they use, that. It's being fully um, respected and honored and um, that if they say red, then that means you're going too hard. Please stop. Right. And they always know that they feel appreciated because I'm always checking in. I'm all I'm doing care during play and always um, care afterwards as well. And why is this relationship called playing? I've always wondered that. To have a play partner well, be playing. Because it's, it's called a play scene, right? Like, so the thing is, is this like, so at that point in time, it's it's like, it's, it's what we're doing. We we are engaging in, 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 in play as far as kink play. That's what you call it. So you're engaging in play. It's just like when you are engaging in sexual play, you, you know, sex, you, you're engaging in sexual intercourse or sexual play because it's like, this is fun. Like if you think of the aspect of playing as a ch as a child, it's like oh my god, I'm at recess right now, or or I'm I'm playing. So right now we're playing together, right? But there's a different there's a different level than when we were children. This is all about um, releasing through through pleasure and pain, 
and those sensations that come from that and being pushed to your limits to see how far, how far, not only how far you can, you could be pushing your limits, but how also you, it's refreshing to see how far, how much you can take. You know, when you're talking, I'm, I'm kind of having a, a creative idea, but it's like a real unique workout. <laughs> like you go to the gym, uh, yes. you go to the yes. gym. I haven't been to the gym in a while now, daddy have, don't tell anybody. It's like a, but a it's like, you know, like, how can I push myself today? How can I get to the point mm-hmm. where I'm not going to pass out? I'm not going to hurt myself, yes. but I'm going to push yes. my limits so that I can grow that's this right. muscle. That's right. That's right. And, that, and that's why you have a safer. You can say, oh, oh, yellow, slow down or red or or pumpkin or whatever. You like, oh, when I say <laughs> pumpkin, pumpkin spice, you got to stop. You know, little pumpkin spice for the season. Yes, yes. Have you had situations with your clients where they maybe didn't use their safe word and needed some aftercare? And what did that look like? Because sometimes I also feel in my experiences with amateur doms, they certainly weren't on your level. I did not receive aftercare. Mm-hmm. And and that's essential. So can you talk about that a little bit? Well, once again, this is one of the things that I talk about um, with with uh with my clients with in negotiation like what does aftercare look like for you like what do you require for aftercare um do you want to be cuddled do you want do you just want a nice hug do you want a kiss you know kisses on your forehead or do you want to just lay down with a weighted blanket that those those are the things so like these are the things that each and every each and every individual is different um so each each every time that I that I have a session with a woman they really you know sometimes the aftercare looks different but aftercare is really good for helping to comfort and bring back out of what's called subspace right and subspace is that is that deep it's like that deep state of mind and body and soul that you go in that takes you to the feeling where you're almost outside of your body And that's an incredible place to be. I have definitely experienced that. Excited, but also nervous about diving back into the dating pool? Try my new dating flavor profile quiz, Vanilla Strawberry Sprinkles. It's a flavorful way to get to know your date. The quiz is made up of three categories of questions. Vanilla covers compatibility basics. Strawberry is more about emotional connection. And Sprinkles is for intimate and spicy conversation. This cheeky fun quiz is coming your way soon. Learn more at divorcedandhappy.net. So here's another question I have around this type of dynamic. And what I've learned through my own experience is I don't mm-hmm. think if I was to have a quote daddy again, just just based on this conversation and, and how you're describing it, that I would want to have feelings for that person. I think one layer for me that I learned from was I fell in love with this person that was also my daddy. And that mm-hmm. just made things pretty messy for me. <laughs> Full confession. Yeah. But, you know, it's, what's tricky about that, Daddy Hef, is that it's such a deep level of intimacy. I mean, when you're trusting mm-hmm. someone at that degree, it's not confusing why someone might develop feelings for that person. So what do you do with that? I mean, those are conversations that, that need to be had. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, once again, you have to have you have to be very communicative communicative when it comes to those situations and your feelings, right? Because it's only natural to when you're around someone, when you're experiencing certain things, when you when you see them at, in a certain light, you know, it's only natural as, you know, that that you start to garner and get and having feelings for this person that you're building a deep connection with. But 
when you feel yourself starting to go in, that's a conversation that you need to have and understand that everybody isn't on the same level. That's even in regular regular relationships. You, in if, any if you're he, season you, relationship, yeah, you should have that yeah, conversation yeah, regardless yes, of kink or not. All exactly. The time. That's right. Because because if you're here and your partner is here, right. you can't assume you can't assume that your partner is here with you. Somebody you're gonna go here, this person may go down here, but that that's when you have to have a real conversation. But hey, you know what? I think I love you. You're like, oh well, you know, how does that make you feel to hear me say that? You're like, well, thank you for letting me know that, but I don't love you back and understand that that's a real honest answer from somebody and you have to let go of your ego to the point to receive that how you feel may not be the way that they feel right and i think you know again for me going through this and experiencing it naively and now being much more educated i highly recommend mm-hmm. listener that you do the opposite of what i did <laughs> and actually educate yourself like we're you know doing today that's kind of the point of this whole episode is I'm wanting you to be educated more on this type of relationship and dynamic so that you go in with wise eyes not naive eyes like I did Mhm correct I agree Okay now agree. a question that I have so many of my listeners ask me the nice guy they're dating the nice guy daddy hef and he mm-hmm. does not know how to be dominant he does not mm-hmm. know how to be leading the show so to speak and they really, really want him to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what's, what's your advice to this listener? Well, well, he's well, such a nice well, well, guy, him, which is great, well, but he doesn't know yes. how to really, you know, do the thing. <laughs> yes. So, 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 so here's the thing. This is the thing, and I've had these questions come up before. I tell women this. Stop trying to turn your man into something that, he, that they're not. Okay? If your man isn't dominant... You can't make him into being what you want them to be. Now you can have some, and and once again, the, these are these are the things that need to come up in real conversations with your partner. Okay, so this is why if now if they are willing to learn some skills, then that's when you come. That's when you say, hey, you know what? I know this guy, Daddy Help, and he teaches couples. He teaches couples classes on dominance and skills, Ooh. right? So Yummy. that just gave me a tingle. What a fun way to yeah. have cuffing season. Take some classes with yes. Daddy Hep. Take, take, take some take some classes. But here's the thing: if if you if you like, why don't you pull my hair? And they like, well, I don't. Because a lot of times men they they say stuff like, well, I just don't want to hurt you. Well, why are you assuming that you're going to hurt me, sir? You see what I'm saying? Like they assume that they're going that they're going to hurt you, and you, you assume that. I want you, I want you to do this. Do this, do this, like rough me up, slap me around, do those things. But that may not be the end of them. That they may not be equipped and on the level inside emotionally, even though physically they could do it emotionally, that may not be something that they are that they want to do. That may be a, a hard limit for them. But no one that that's why it's good to have those conversations. Like you have to have those real conversations with your partner because, you know. Door cuff season as y'all grow, you like hey you know like if, if there's some kinky things that you like, but you like well I don't know if I want to say it because they may judge me. You know one time like when you're having those conversations about sex and those intimate things, what what do you like? What I like? Hey you know what? Have you ever have you ever choked anyone? No, not really. You know, well I, you know you know with, with, you know I would like to be choked a little bit. 
Oh, really? Well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I may hurt you. Well, if they don't really understand how to choke you, then like so yeah, you need to get some training because once again, you don't want to be you don't want to be injured. Um, but like I said, don't and don't push them too much to where it makes them uncomfortable. Because a lot of times when you push, 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 they'll shut down. And now what's happening is you're unsatisfied because what your desire isn't honored. And number two, they feel that you push them into something that they're uncomfortable with, right? And you don't want to do that to your partner. So that's what I'm saying. You, you make, make sure you get in this comfort season and get some proper instructions so it can be fun for both of you all because whether you whether you last during comfort season and once comfort season over, y'all y'all go away, you, you all both learn incredible skills that you can take and use utilize in your life and be expressive for your your next time with your next partner. You know, there's always baby steps like role playing. Always, always, what are always other, baby what are some steps. Other baby steps, role playing. You know, like you like a little kinky card game or something like that. Yes, um, I played th- those. One, those are yeah, fun, yeah, Danny Half. Yeah, those are the, the, one of my favorites. Is called yeah, what's Hedonism, your favorite he, kinky card game? Uh, hedonism and debauchery. That's always fun. <laughs> oh, it's a great card game. Great. <laughs> card game right there because it's fun you know you get together and you know it's good to have it with a with a group of people but it's especially with comfort season hey honey you know what i'm saying let's let's have some wine and and you know let's just fuck the tv for now let's just play this game and and let's and let's have fun Let, let's see what comes up because because a lot of things that come up then and, and it ends up being real fun it really does actually i played i played a kinky fun game on valentine's day with a partner Ooh, wee, nice. i know it was delicious it was it definitely got us in the mood to do things. So, you know, there yes. you go. use your yes, creativity, indeed. right? <laughs> I need to know, and I know the listener wants to know, what are some essentials to have in your kinky cuffing season kit for more of the beginner? Uh, blindfolds, handcuffs, a little, a little paddle. A little, um, just a tiny one. <laughs> it just, it's just... You know, just just a tiny one. Just um, what about you? Know, let me see your hands right now. You know, I know I am doing this. Got? Can you hold your hands up? Okay. Yes. He doesn't need yes. a paddle, listener. He's just yeah, he's good. Well, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, so, you know, a nice little vibrator. You know, a nice little uh, or a little, real big uh, one uh, or several. Or big one, you know. Saying maybe, you know, maybe maybe a dildo or two. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe some, you know, some anal plugs. You know, maybe yeah. steps. Uh, a, I don't know uh, if a, they're gonna get there on the first cuffing season tour after divorce, but you never know. You know, I, mean, I grew but you know, into liking good. that stuff. I, yes. I enjoy yeah. a little anal play. Yeah. Yeah, and and also you know have a ball gag too. Like you know, just have those things in your kit just to you know just to you know keep that because you may not use it, but it's there just in case you know you want to get 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 it used on you one day. Right, because then you set out all of the let's just call them props, your oh, kinky yes. cuffing season props, mm-hmm. and then you can start this dialogue about the scene that you want yes. to create. That's right. That's right. When you have those visual aids, it makes just everything mm-hmm. a little more smooth for you. Yes. Uh, journey. Also, also add like a little soy candle or something like that. That when you when you when you put it on the skin and it, it gets on the skin, you can rub it in a little bit and, and sort of massage. You know, that turns Ooh. into a massage oil as well. That's nice. real good. Do you think kink can be romantic? Because this feels kind of romantic right now. Oh, most definitely. 
How are you romantic in a kinky way? Uh, you, you know, me, it's, it's all about the, it's, it's, it's about seduction, right? It's <laughs> the, the seduction of it all. Go on. It's yes. a, okay, go yes. on. It's, Just tease me a little bit. You know, you know, it's the seduction, it's the music playing, it's the sense, you know, it's it's the smells and the sights and all kind of stuff like that. You know, it's, it's um, you know, you may have some food added into it. You got the candles burning, Um, you know, wax, wax play is always a beautiful, intimate thing. It really is. Um, a nice bl- in a in a blindfold, and you you lay out some some foods, and you, you sort of tease, and you know you tease and and feed your um feed your play partner, your submissive uh certain things. You know, it's all you know. Like I said, it's about the tease. You want to tease them a little bit. Oh, a lot of you sens- love a, the a tease. Of, yes, because then you can a, a lot of your imagination. Yes, a lot of sensation play. Oh yes, yes. yes. Nipple mm-hmm. clips. You should have those. Oh. I think in the in the oh, yes. cuffing kit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm gonna share this between you and me and the listener. So, guess what I did the other month, Daddy Huff? What's that? What's that? I tried to be a dominant. Mm-hmm. Oh, how 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 did it work out? <laughs> <laughs> well, my partner, I think, was quite pleased, but I. You know, and I was very mindful being that I've been educated by someone like you and just through life experience. So I was very aware of where he was at and how things were going Mm -hmm. and it was very communicative, but I don't think I liked it as much. And I thought I really would. I thought I'd really like dominating because I'm so used to in my life being in charge, Mm -hmm. but I, I like being submissive. I know I'm saying it. I'm saying it to you right now. I'm owning it, Mm. but I don't think being a dom is my thing. At least you found out. <laughs> but you know, one thing that I did that I actually loved is I gave him a bath. It was his birthday, and I gave him a very sensual bath where I washed him, and we had candles, and we had music, and it was very loving. And I guess, you know. Oh, yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. So feel it out. Maybe you're used to being submissive, but you want to tribing dominant can certainly feel it out sure definitely i agree i definitely agree with that and do you give classes for we ladies who want to be a little more dominant i i do i do um now i i have i have some definitely some some femdoms who really do more of that for the women um i do a lot of more i do more classes for for men but either way men and women i still do classes um i've actually trained a femdom for she's really going on to do incredible things well maybe so, i need to give know. it a, a second chance if i could be trained by you maybe so you never know <laughs> Okay, I want you to give one last juicy bit of advice for the beginner in this whole kinky cuffing season realm. What's your last bit Mm -hmm. of juicy advice? Be honest. Don't be afraid to own your yeses and your noes. And be open to new experiences. And if she or he wants to experience more of you, how would that happen? Well, you can, um, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, I just had a wild thought. No, I like um, that wild so, thought. I hear you. 
um, so I guess you, you can go to my, um, if you're on Instagram, you can follow me on Instagram and you, or Twitter, and you can actually click on my, um, my link tree and you can actually click on the, uh, the daddy health booking tab. It'll take you to my candidly where you can, you can book sessions and stuff like that. And, um, you can book regular private sessions or you can book a couple session on there. A couple <laughs> session. Yummy. Yeah. The couple session is, it's really great. Well, you have added a delicious layer to the cuffing season. If anything, you've provided some unique stimulation today <laughs> for the listener. <laughs> and, you know, and we're all on our own journey of sexual exploration. There is absolutely yes, no judgment. It's a judgment-free space today. So if this is for you, enjoy. If it's not, you know, good for you to be curious. That's right. And now you have some interesting, you know, conversation you can have with friends about this podcast that mm-hmm. you listen to today. Mm-hmm. At least follow Daddy Half because, first of all, I love your stories. Every time I go to your stories, they're always inspiring and uplifting. You're very spiritual. And so I always enjoy your stories. You're not just naughty. No. You have a night. You're very balanced over there. I am very much so, <laughs> and, and 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 plus plus I keep it very, I, I keep it very limited on Instagram, but my Twitter is pretty wild. The gang, that's all I'm telling you. Now Twitter's you're teasing wild. us again, a wild Twitter account. Okay, Might just yeah, have to check that out. Thanks yes. for your time yes. today. It's always a pleasure being in your space and talking about creative ways to experience our sensuality, our sexuality, our human yes. existence. Thank you so much for having me again, Sadie. I appreciate it. It's, it's, always, it's always good to be on here with you. Your energy is amazing. Oh, thank you. I am so curious now, listener. What are you going to be adding to your cuffing season kit? I personally really want to find that game he mentioned because, you know, I love games and it just sounds so naughty and delicious. Early into this episode, Daddy Hef and I referenced the Red Room experience. This is something that I've hosted for women for the last two years. It allows you to be in a safe space with other women to talk about intimate things that you might not feel comfortable talking about with friends who, you know, might judge you. It's a judgment-free space. We have a lot of great sex experts. I may host another session this coming February or March. So if you'd like to learn more about the Red Room, visit my website, divorcedandhappy.net and go to the menu and find the Red Room. I'll, I'll put the link in the show notes as well. And then hit me up, either email me or DM me and let me know if you'd be interested in participating. It is a lot of fun. We have very playful conversations in the Red Room. Okay, speaking of playful conversations, I think it's the perfect time for a burning question. And today's question comes from Kurt from Seattle. And here is his question. Hey, Sadie, this is Kurt from Seattle. You're in season four and you're asking for burning questions. So I'm super curious if you could pick out the hottest guests, whoever it could be. Maybe they won't actually be on your show, but like the most interesting, provocative, engaging guests you could ever have for this season. I want to know who would it be? Go. Mm, the most provocative guest. I feel like we've kind of had that today. I feel like that kind of nailed that right there. No pun intended. But I love this question. And it made me think a little bit more around who I'd want to interview for inspiration, not necessarily to be provocative, but inspiration. I, I wish I wish I could have interviewed Tina Turner. That would have been a dream come true. I think Miss Turner had one of the most incredible comeback stories after divorce. There are other famous people that have passed, like Nora Ephron. She's a screenwriter. She wrote When Harry Met Sally, Sleepless in Seattle, You've Got Mail. She was so funny. But she has passed as well. So those are two incredible people I wish I could have interviewed on this podcast. 
Other people that I think would add a little spice would be author Cheryl Strade. She wrote the book Wild, which then was adapted into a film that Reese Witherspoon was the lead in. And recently, I've been really wanting to reach out to Jennifer Grey. She obviously is a famous actress. We know her from Dirty Dancing and other iconic films like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. She was recently divorced in the last year, I think. And so, I don't know, maybe, Kurt, you're inspiring me to reach out to Jennifer. Jennifer, would you be a guest on my podcast? All right, and a listener, I want to know, who would you like me to interview on the podcast? I'm always open to ideas. Maybe it's you. DM me and let me know what you would like to talk about on Sadie's Divorced and Happy. Or if you have creative episode topics that you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, I want to hear those as well. You can email me at sadie at divorcedandhappy.net. You can DM me on social media at Sadie's Divorced and Happy. All right, the clue for next week is this. Look to the stars. And I'm not referencing famous people this time. Look to the stars. Ooh, I know it's going to be a good one. All right, now I want you to go and have some cuffing season fun. Okay, you're divorced. Have some fun. And I will catch you next week for another tasty chat on season four of Sadie's Divorced and Happy. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode and be sure to treat yourself by subscribing to the podcast. If today's show gave you a boost, consider giving us some love with a five-star rating and an enticing review. Interact with Mike and me all season long on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Pinterest at Sadie's Divorced and Happy. Looking for an affordable and effective way to market your services and products? Consider sponsoring the podcast. Email contact at divorcedandhappy.net to learn more about our sponsorship opportunities. Join us next Wednesday for more delicious life after divorce fun.